0: Why is it that when someone asks you to just trust them, you just don't? Because trust is tricky. You can't just say it. You have to back it up. AAA Auto Insurance has been doing that for over a 100 years. As quickly as a car accident happens, AAA starts to set things right, matching you with the right experts who make your claim their priority until you're back behind the wheel. Talk to a AAA insurance agent at your local AAA store today or visit AAA.com slash insurance to learn more about AAA.
1: The Jacob Media Sports Network in partnership with 973 ESPN brings you the Mays and Aton show. Middays
2: with Harry Mays and Aton Shander. Now
1: it's the midday show with Harry Mays and Aton Shander on 973 ESPN Radio. You
0: can also enjoy everything that is the 15 million plus dollars poured into the gigantic big screen TVs, the kiosks, the stadium seating where you can sit in comfort, drink, and eat while you watch and bet on stuff. And on top of that, in case you're thinking, well, I would love to be a part of the park's action, but I can't quite physically be there, don't worry. Doesn't matter. You can be here with us, and it's not even in spirit. It's actually through your phone via the app. So you can just get on or your computer, whatever the ability is, that you can get to parkscasino.com slash pa. And then make sure you use our promo code SWEEP, and you'll get a risk-free bet of up to $500. You know, I, I got somebody on with a risk-free bet what do up you mean? to $500 on parks. Oh, you got some? You, yeah. You mean, you mean you recruited somebody? I did. And it's amazing because you use the promo code SWEEP, and you get the 500 once you put it in there, of course. Right. And it was put on the Oregon game. Oregon and Wisconsin, the correct. Rose Bowl. correct. And at that point, you see that double. You're feeling good about yourself. You've got a grand in there now. You don't need to go 500. But I, I'm telling you, you've seen this already where people come in, they take full advantage of this, and flip money like it's nothing, especially because if it's risk-free, then why not take a chance? Step up and take a risk. Hence, risk-free. Well, that's You're what really not taking a risk. No, well, like- some people like to, to take that – 500 or 250 or 100 and put it on a strong favorite let's mm. say maybe like a minus 300 money line where you're really only going to get like 200 back maybe but you're guaranteed that because you didn't put much in there yeah what you're saying though is the first bet should be as much of a dog as possible last night you would have put it on the celtics no i plus i, two I would not have
3: i know some people that did in fact our old colleague down in uh, Nashville, texted me uh, last night around uh, 7 o'clock, saying, Scott Celtics plus two and a half, and I'm like,
0: eh, that's a loser. Harry, <laughs> not only were you right, not only were you on the money about it. You're probably in-game the Sixers in the, early in that game, right? Look, man, I- I'm telling Second you. Second quarter? It's so easy at this point. With I don't know why people would just bet. Look, it's one thing if you're taking, I don't know, Northridge State and Cal Northridge? Yeah. That's what it was. Cal State Northridge? Wow. Yes. It's one thing if you're taking Cal State Fullerton. Okay. And it's eleven thirty tip off. Right? I yeah. told you I took that insomniac
3: yeah. boost. Yeah, that's when you're blazed oh, out the of your boost. gorge. Yeah, I know. I know. I know I, when I wake up in the morning at five o'clock and I see my text, I'm up at five too. I, I've turned the phone on and
2: <laughs>
3: in come all these text messages from the previous night because I go to bed early and get up early. And there's a bunch from you. It's just one, one, two, three, four, 5 They just come firing Migos. in. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <Gifts>. Migos, <laughs> GIFs, and 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 screenshots of your bets and all this stuff. Step, Step it, up, it up. All yeah. this crap. Yep. I know Absolutely. that somebody was totally on the mega blaze yeah. and was just firing out bets well it's amazing
0: too because i i've been on a nice little streak here. yeah but with that said you're on a run last night because you know you and josh are going to know about this thing so last night not only was nick kale dead wrong and yeah. i don't know what he was looking at because the belief that the sixers i'm saying for an entire game look it wasn't easy they were down at one point yeah but at home it's just different so not only was minus 2.5 a, a lock, in-game, Harry, at one point, and I'm trying to think about where this was. What were you getting, about 8 or 9? 8.5 I
3: got them at 7.59. Yep. So what was that, just before half? Yeah, that was second quarter sometime. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. 8.5 points. and you Plus. Just, yeah, right, yeah. plus yeah. 8.5. At home. Yeah, at home. And that's why I bring it back to this point, which is, first off, you should never, ever apply. I don't bet on my own team because you'll never make – anything, really fun of it. And it's not so much that you live and die with the bets as much as you're in-game. I'm talking about Mm in-game. And also, the whole thing about setting and forgetting, I don't know. I'm at a point right now where I'd like to do the sets and forgets. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like if I'm going to take the Sixers or if I'm going to take the Eagles or if I'm going to take the Lakers or if I'm going to take a team or a game of interest, Harry, Mm Mm-hmm that I feel like in-game now I can also either balance or double down. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. I,
3: I mean, I I do. The, but do you do both or do you do just one? Like, well, I do a lot of set it and forget yeah, it and yeah. just
0: go to bed. <laughs> like I don't even like to watch the game. And then you wake up, depending on my text, you know how you did. Exactly, yes. You don't do any of the in Well, you do
3: a little I do in-game. some in-game, yeah, okay. sure, if I'm interested in the game. Sure. You know, like beyond just making a bed at 7 o'clock and then just – forgetting about it right i understand i guess if it's no. an early
0: game sixers early tip something like
3: that yeah that if, they, was... if
0: they're on the west coast man forget then it then i'll put it. that no.
3: sucker in around 9 9 30 and they just go to bed. pass out that's yes. what i
0: did with the insomniac boost exactly <laughs> i passed the hell out as soon as i placed that 10 so speaking of it it was an early tip last night and we all got to see if you were wherever you were hanging out or at the bury the hatchet maze and eight on tournament which i was amazed now you should see some of the video, okay? Because I live-streamed everything, Harry, mm-hmm. including, of course, the my own round. Okay. And I hit one round. I hit at least three. You had ten throws, right? You get three bullseyes? At least three bull. At least? I'm telling you, man. There were, there were a couple of rounds. Was it three or was it more? No, I'm saying at least three. I can't remember. I don't think it was four. But, so minimum of three. Right. Wow. It and that's one round. It's pretty course. impressive. I, I was hitting a bunch of bull. Like, it wasn't just what you normally hear from me. Right. you actually seeing it as well. Okay. Like, there was a difference. But wherever you were watching this game last night, it was rather remarkable that the Sixers were in jeopardy of losing to Boston, mainly at home. Mm -hmm. But then again, wherever you're at, it's just a matter of when for that basketball team to come back. And it's not an in-game play so much as you were watching that game, you saw the 7 o'clock tip, this team play well in the first pretty much finish out in the fourth how about the play ben made on kemba that was the something. defensive play yeah yep. that
3: was that was awesome
0: and that's that's what i'm saying where it's it's no longer about no Embiid. it's really about this team it's two different teams when either simmons or Embiid are out mm-hmm. and i think you have enough talent when either one of these guys are out even if it's for a week or two or two months Where you should not revert back to being a bad
3: team. No, they they got they got a lot of talent. They really do. I mean, you know, Horford stepped up last night as we know we hoped he would. Jay Rich was fantastic. You know, he goes to the free throw line, goes ten for ten. And how about this Norvell guy, the the backup center? I think where did he go to St. John's? Norvell, Uh,
0: Norvell, Norvell. Speaking of that, we do have some nice minutes, man. Yeah. Now apparently he has to go back to Delaware unless they cut somebody. Oh, is
3: that right? Yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens. So but, he was up here on one of those temporary contracts or something?
0: How does that to work? be, yes. Okay. And now it looks like if they don't move anybody or make room in that regard, then mm-hmm. unfortunately Norvell is on the way out. So here's what you do have. And you're right, where Josh Richardson and Tobias Harris are now going to have opportunities. And look, just like – and I don't want you to think, or anybody out there for that matter, that I'm saying these guys wouldn't get opportunities if, in fact – Joel Embiid was healthy and Ben Simmons were hurt, but the opportunities just come in different forms. Yeah, they look different. You still need if Ben Simmons is the only star out there, like Embiid's out, and Embiid's out there, and Simmons is out. You still need a high productive effort from Tobias Harris and Josh Richardson. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't change. It's just how
3: the the means change. Right. Yeah. it appears like Richardson and Simmons are much more now on the same page. Yep. you know, and that it would be to, to be expected. I mean, he's only been here since the you know training camp, right? Yeah, and he's missed some games, so you know, just now it seems like some of these pieces are starting to figure out how to play together.
0: Yeah, and it's, you know, we've seen this before too, right. where January turns things around, and Brett Brown has had good stretches in January consistently. Yeah, now
3: you noticed last night. I I took notice of this where he's up on, he's standing up on the court. Going up and down, coaching the possession like a
0: college coach. Yeah,
3: did you notice that? I did. I mean, well, that comes on the heels
0: of him saying he was going to get
3: more involved. Right. I knew. I'm good with that. You know, let's 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 quote Brian Kenny. Let's let's go. Yeah, right. I'm good with it. Uh, Let's let's be a little uh, you know Tom Izzo here on a certain key possessions down the stretch with your team.
0: Yeah. Why not? Well, because it's not so much why not. It's just can you do that consistently? Can you be the anomaly or in the minority, the, that doesn't happen a lot. Even guys who don't have superstars on their team aren't Tom Izzoing or Coach Callen games. I right? know
3: you can't do it all the time, but, I mean, you know, right? right they needed that game last night. They did. And I'm, you're Brett Brown. It's like I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my fingerprints on this late because I need the game. You know what I'm saying? Coach I, it. Yeah, I agree. So just sit back and let let's see if they can figure it out, kind of thing. No, you can't do that. No, and, and that's correct. And I think that was my point. That's no, all. Okay. I don't, I don't expect him to be like that every night. And it was know. an opportunity for him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. I
0: understand what you're saying. It was probably me misunderstanding it, and then you having to re-explain it. But I get what you're saying in the regard of Brett Brett. And look, we've seen this before, where Ben Simmons. It doesn't have to be for the entire. 42 or 40 minutes or 38 minutes he'll play but if one of these guys are out then there's going to be a moment and the reality the other one steps up Mm -hmm. and for Brett Brown I think this is it was almost like it didn't matter if it was Simmons or Embiid he had to do what he did right? right he still would have been able to control the game he still would have been able to influence the game but it might have been Slowing it down and getting it to Embiid in the post if, in fact, Simmons is out. And you're relying on a backup point guard of Netto's level in order to just, you know, dump it in. Neto, Raul, right? Raul, Raul Neto. Now, does
3: he go just by Neto like a soccer player? He's not good enough for that status,
0: is he? I don't know. I think it's like where you, wherever you come from. And where that nickname is originated, I think that's what trumps it, right? Because if Raúl Neto was such a good basketball player growing up, Mm -hmm. and is he? Where is he from? Argentina? I'm not sure. Uh, Italy? No. Hunter might know. Wherever Raúl Neto got the name, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he's playing high level basketball. Representing his country, let's say an mm-hmm. international right, an international
3: game, All right.
0: right? Then locally, he would be big enough to have his own name, like Neto. Well, yeah,
3: locally, that's what I'm but saying. Does that apply here? I don't well, know that that transfers over to here yet.
0: Wouldn't it? If you got a degree in Bangladesh, shouldn't it transfer? Like if Bangladesh, you, if you've. So studied medical science in Bangladesh and you got a degree, and you are a doctor out of a Bangladesh high. I don't know university. if, that, don't know
3: if that, would, uh, that, that would fly.
0: Well, it may not fly to the same medical degree at Einstein University. Yeah, I mean, you walk in. But you'd
3: you get some credits that transfer over, you, and then some. You walk into your doctor's office and you see
0: Bangladesh state on the wall. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. Not, not necessarily. Here's the thing. I want to know what your success rate is, because this is like if you are working in an area that has nearly a billion people. And, of course, Bangladesh itself doesn't. But if you're living in an area that has a ton and Bangladesh has a ton, right? I've not been there. Or China, right? Like what's the fourth largest city in China is probably the biggest city here in this country. So you come from an area like that. And it's just like, oh my God, to your first instinct, which is get me the hell out of here. Right. But I'm thinking, what's your success rate? Because if you're treating a billion people and you're at a 68 to 70%. You're going to have some deaths. Well, yeah, you're going to have some deaths, but that's like a PGF. Like, that's a pretty good tout level expert. 68% Per, you know,
3: 68 is amazing. That's what I mean. Yeah. If
0: you're going 68% on your NFL bets, but think about it, like That would be the equivalent of somebody going and treating a million-plus people in Bangladesh. 68% get off the table alive versus the other way. I don't know if that's so good. I'm just saying I, know, I, need, a, I need a higher number than that. Raul Neto's from Brazil. Thanks, Conlon. Okay, Brazil. Yeah. All right. Conlon's doing the job. Hunter is yeah, probably... What's he doing? What? Is
3: he doing a show with Gil right no. now, you a know
0: podcast? What? I'm sure Josh probably trained him at one point, right, mm-hmm. to do the board. And I think during this time where Hunter was down there helping us initially during the internship, now of course part of the station. But part of the training was just watch Josh mm. and observe Josh. Um Gil was like, All right, I want you to watch Josh and mm-hmm. see what do what he does. Right. And he probably just saw it's like a you know, any type of impressionable first time you go through something, he probably saw Josh doing what he does. Headphones off. Yeah, right. Not listening off. to the show. Nope. Yeah. Doesn't know what the hell's going on Now,
3: we're, we're trying. I'm efforting Josh, who's off today again, for his second straight well, off Well, there's day. a
0: theory going out of where he is. Okay. No well, wonder
3: why you can't track him down. Well, I'm trying to track him down because I want him to come on at 1.30 and give an accounting of himself.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if you'll, if he's legally able to.
3: So you don't even know if he's if he's using a burner phone right now he's, uh, he's on assignment? You saw the
0: story that popped from the New Jersey Star-Ledger, right? Uh,
3: yes, I did, about a big drug bust, right?
0: In the Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. South Jersey. Yeah. So this thing comes out and Would now— Would one of those submarines wash up on shore? <laughs> I have no idea. No <laughs> idea. All I know
3: is our guy is, is MIA. Okay. Yeah, We can't find him. So you're linking up this huge bust— with the fact that our producer, who never takes days off, right. ever, not, right. let alone two in a row, okay? You're saying that he might be involved in said bust and think, really be a secret, like, FBI, CIA, ATF guy.
0: Look, he's either ATF or up a creek. Hiding in South <laughs> Jersey as yeah. an
3: underpaid, overworked radio guy. I'm just
0: saying, if there was ever a ring to infiltrate... yeah. You know, at this point— It's a good place to hide out. The evidence is circumstantially against him. You just laid it out. The man never, ever takes off. And there's this idea that Gil mandated yeah. you take off. Right. Get out of here. man. Oh, you got to take off. Gil would love it. I mean, the, the more that Josh works, the more Mike can take off. Well, right.
3: I mean, mandating a day's off is like a suspension in radio, isn't it?
0: Yeah, or usually in, in corporate what happens is you have somebody who's works so much and a lot of times in small businesses this happens mm. where a person who owns a small business that is under the certain quota where they can control a lot healthcare et cetera, they still have to have quotas for people taking vacation. And full timers being off. Okay. And if you work like, you know, five years in a row or something, insurance companies will come in and say, it's tough to insure you this guy hasn't taken vacation in, you know, five years. He right, might, right. He, your he job might slip. He might something slip. wrong. He right, might, exactly. Yeah. By the yeah. way, so, I didn't
2: mandate him to take the time that's off. That's my point. No, I look, gave I, him a bunch of options to say, hey, right. pick a couple of days and te- have take some time off, dude.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Because if
2: you don't tell him, guess what? He won't. Because guess what? He loves it here. Unless because we have a I, first, don't, I dispute that, we have he a might... very pleasurable work atmosphere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he's just at this point going full Donny. Like the bunny ranch
2: in this place.
0: He was completely involved in this cocaine ring, and I don't think <laughs> I either one that. of you guys yeah. had any
3: idea. Yeah, that's why. That's why Josh drowns himself in the brown every night, Monday, Tuesday, gotta Wednesday, Thursday. You got to balance it out. Huh? Yeah. He, he Look, drinks the guy's red here. Wine.
0: Well, whatever it is, it's a downer. But look, Mike, you see it—the guy's there at six a.m. He's hopped up off something. Yeah, right? but you know
2: what? It's, he's quite like you, Aton. It's like you got forty-five different shifts. It's like he likes being here. This is like a place that he just—some people are radio guys, and they just like—you know—they just like being in the okay, building.
0: Okay, but nobody does it naturally. And then some people That's are me. That's my point. Yeah, I exactly. Harry
2: would be the antithesis. Of Josh. Exactly. Yes. So
0: think about it. Harry would need vodka if he did as many mm. jobs
2: that I did. And to Josh's credit, he has a lot of pride in his craft, and he likes to get it done until, And you know, he's very quirky. I mean, some of the things he do, I've told him all the time, you know, that takes you 15 minutes. It's taking you an hour and 15 minutes. But that's just because ah, he's OCD.
0: No, okay, so what the Star-Ledger report insinuated yeah, I was, like this. That, was that somebody was moving a ton of cocaine
2: right mm. you saw that story Mike I saw you tweet it well or our quote tweeted and then uh, Harry chimed in <laughs> underpaid radio host well you you do have
0: to and I'm not <laughs> roping you in this I think all of us were ignorant of this until the story broke but you do have to admit that of all things circumstantial to happen this bust comes down guys get popped And he, even if it dates back, like, even if the sting dates back a couple of weeks ago to Christmas or whenever it is that you asked Josh to give you some dates, that's my point, is that it's not simply just coincidental that it happened on the same day. You could trace it back.
2: There could be some incriminating evidence here that possibly could either link him to this or get him out of it. I don't know. Which was last night, apparently, he showed up in the building. He just could not stay away. And he came here last night after a session of pumping iron at the gym to oversee Hunter Brody on the Zeta machine last night to make sure he was doing it correct. So maybe oh he read God. that article and said, I got to get back in that building. Otherwise, people are going to point me. People are going link, to link him to the to the bus. <laughs> exactly. Now, wow. are, are, we,
0: are we sure what side of the bus he's on before we start pressing Hunter on what
2: happened last night with details? If anything, I would imagine he'd be a dealer rather than a buyer.
0: Me too. Me yeah. too. Mm. All right. Now, did you notice at all any point? Because there's a different type of sweat. You've been around the cocaine sweat, Harry. Yes. Like other people, they're, and I think the easiest way to explain it for people who have no idea what I'm talking about is if you've ever seen, it's a very subtle difference, mm. but mm. it's the only thing I can compare it to because it's not like working-out sweat or, like, out of breath. It's like the back-of-your-knees sweat. Yes, that's a good one. You know what I'm saying? What I was going to say is, if you've ever seen somebody who has come out of a shower and they're still, like, technically wet yeah. or sweating. Ah, you took a shower. Ah, it didn't take. It didn't take, right. Yeah, right I mean, right, it's right. the Seinfeld. But the, the, but the person themselves, like, it's everything. It's the perception of that sweat, and it's also the body language of somebody who's uncomfortable in
1: their sweat. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the difference. If you're working out... And you're sweating. You're comfortable
1: exactly. in that sweat.
0: If you're yipped up, oh, come on, then you know you're not
3: comfortable in your own sweat. If you're Jeez. sitting in front of a, a game holding the favorite at te- at ten points, okay, and the, and the underdog. You know, was sitting there with a the, uh, the ball in positive territory, down sixteen. You start to sweat. Yes. Right. Yes. Because a touchdown means they covered That's the old it. backdoor
0: sweat. I started sweat when Miles Sanders was throwing that football.
2: <laughs> I'm off, off the lunch. Minus five oh, and a half. Yeah, good. Yeah, you, he's, you, he's gonna, gonna have, have
0: he's
3: gonna have the meat sweats around one fifty eight. Wow. Right before the uh, the sports bash. Poor Mosher. <laughs> Back after this. I'm at Parks Casino Sportsbook on a big football Friday, and I know it doesn't feel that way in the Philadelphia no, it area. Should, and I, though, and right? I get it. No, it doesn't.
0: Well, here's the thing. It doesn't. What puts a bigger dampening on your weekend? Is it the fact that Carson Wentz and your Philadelphia Eagles are out, or is it the fact that we're going to hear from the head coach, not Doug Peterson, of course, that Joel Embiid is now out for what could be? Look, I talked to, you know, Dr. Mike. Fox yes, 29, yeah, of Dr. Course. Mike?
3: He's examined me once or twice. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Our old pal, both uh, co-workers that we used to work with at the old place are clients of his as well, you know, go see him and everybody, go, go talk to Dr. Mike, you? go talk to Dr. Mike, right? So I, he's walking out of the building and walking into the building today, I said, come on, three weeks, what are you talking about? This is ligament damage in, an, in a finger in I'd which say three which he doesn't shoot. And... I trust this man like you trusted him to go with your own body, Mm -hmm. right, to see him as a consultation. And he lays down and says, no, it's not going to be three weeks. He said, this this is a six-week thing. Six weeks. He anticipated six to eight weeks in which this could take the process of healing, recovery, getting him back on the floor. Because if you rush it, you run risk of doing significantly further damage to the ligament. Long-term damage to the ligament. Now somebody might be in his ear. Hey, man, you know, you come back two weeks early. That could hurt you for your next contract, Mm. you know, things like that. Not the team, of course, but it just opens up a door. Opens up a, a door. Somebody in team and bead. Yeah, Yeah. which
3: I wouldn't blame him. No, no, I'm
0: sure it it happens all the time. But this stuff, But but my point of it, Harry, is that the door hasn't even been opened for any of this Dr. Mike, Joel, team, and being any of that, if he doesn't get hurt. No, I know, but I
3: I was saying yesterday, we were talking, I forget if it was uh, during one of the breaks, I'm like, you know, he's going to need surgery, I bet. And I think it was, you know, Hunter said, oh, yeah, guaranteed. Well, Brown
0: offered it up last night. and
3: like, Well, that's what I'm saying, but this was before last night. And then last night, I'm, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see it. Woj, Embiid surgery. I'm like, I knew it. You just knew he wasn't going to be able to get through this without some sort of procedure. And I guess he's having. He's had it probably this morning. Well, up Last in New York. night, this morning, right. New York. I think it was this morning. And apparently, during the in the locker room after the game last night, they time He FaceTimed in. Okay. To the to the what? locker room because right. he wanted to be a part of the you know the whole thing. Like right. he, st- he still wants to be connected with his guys. That's Fine. Okay. Yeah, it's
0: great. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of indifferent to that.
3: Yeah, of course, because you're you're just an odd guy. Why? Well, you're just, because you're you, and you just like to be the fly in the ointment for everything. No, I'm not. An- I
0: said I'm not anti. Yeah, but you're I'm not. You're,
3: yeah, but you give this look like eh, no.
0: Because here's the thing: like I would like to. Okay, I'll give you a perfect example. I would love to be excited and run through the roof about that video of that. I'm not kid. excited. All right. But
3: I'm just saying it's kind. Of, it was kind of cool that he wanted to be. You know, he, he thought because he's such a, a teammate that he wanted to FaceTime. Hey, man, I'm with you guys.
0: All right, that's I'm, pretty cool, right? I guess I just figure that's the norm. I <laughs> Is just, it? I don't know if, if if you're able to. If you're in laying there and you're getting surgery because of a concussion or your ear fell off, maybe that's one thing. But if it's ligament damage on a non-shooting hand, then I, I don't know what the Data tells us about how often guys would FaceTime from the hospital, but it doesn't seem like it would be that big. I don't know. I'm not downplaying it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not even calling it out. I just can't get to the level of excitement that I feel like you were. So I said I was indifferent. That's well, all. I wasn't not excited. The I was just thought it was pretty cool. That's yeah, all. but you paint me out to be some sort of negative person. Well, because you gave me that look. You had that look. It was an indifferent look. It wasn't like, all right, cuz. I didn't give you an all right, cuz. <laughs> Come on. You're trying yeah. to paint me out like I gave you an all right. Well, what he should,
3: should have been doing was taking one of these
0: water bottles and actually no, like rubbing the, it all
3: over your face like Doug P.
0: That's probably, as much as people will still harp on the egregious mistake that he made verbatim, just going back on his words, that's the biggest, most ridiculous offense by a mile it at is. that press conference. And did
3: you see Hunter Brody tried to replicate it
0: on a video on Twitter? No, thank you, God you I You missed did not. that? Yeah, and, and I will continue to
1: miss okay. that. Okay, I saw
0: it. I can't unsee uh, it, I'm, And now, yeah, but yeah, exactly. I saw it. Well, look, I'd rather be where I am where I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. You well, you're you missing have, out, Eitan. What's that?
1: You're missing out.
0: No, I, I imagine that there is something as far as content on there that I'm missing, but I don't necessarily know if I'd categorize it as missing out.
1: Well, listen, wh- missing. when you You're do right. what I do, you got to create content, no, throw no, it no, out no. there on social look, media. Look. You got to be funny. I threw it out there. Who did it better? I tagged the Eagles. <laughs> I
0: used some hashtags. You misunderstood my tone here. I'm not knocking you for doing it. I'm not saying... Oh, you're an, see, you're, you're hanging out with Harry Mays too much.
1: Well, right? I hang out with you too much, I well, think.
0: All yeah. right. No, I, I, well, that's probably true <laughs> as well. I haven't seen Hunter
3: except on social
1: media. <laughs> as well. I'm what
0: not you knocking about? you. No, here's what I'm saying. I, I think that what you do is genius and creative, and you know that. I want you to hire me so I can put content on your page. <laughs> but I'm saying is you. this was a knock on you, not a knock on what you do. Like, I didn't want to see you personally mouth a water bottle.
1: <laughs> That's, That's I fair. No, I, that I is saw fair. It, and I'm yeah. telling you, you're correct Your in
0: hustle that. Is, is genius, and I love you for it. It's, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, I'm but sure your, you got a ton of hits for it because there are people that do want to see you your, do it.
3: Your hustle was disturbing is what it was. Yes. Okay. Yes. But now, we missed something here. Did we miss this yesterday? Because this came down while we were on the show about Doug, you know, Issuing the hey, you know, I, I misspoke. Basically, I didn't handle it well yesterday, and we found out that Grow and uh, and Walsh were fired. The idea is now among a lot of people that Lurie stepped in and said, "Oh no, Doug. You know, we're 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 sacrificing some heads here, yeah. and I, you know, you got to let go of these two guys. You got to let go of some, you know, or somebody." He stepped in and kind of jerry jones this thing
0: yeah i what do you think about that so there are a couple of reports right jeff mcclain i think put something to that effect out what's the timeline though that has been allegedly established because it seems as if what general consensus not total but general consensus is harry is that doug peterson did not speak with jeffrey lurie until after that press conference for the first time about his staff Mm -hmm. correct well that's
3: I don't know, but I'm saying you could make a case where, like, Doug was, like, saying, hey, we're still evaluating. Or they're here, and then we're still evaluating because he hasn't spoken with the owner yet. He speaks with the owner the next, you know, two hours afterwards, and Dr- Jeff's like, no, you've got you to gotta make a move here. you got to – got to fire some people. And overnight, they did it, and then the next day they come out with this statement when the news broke. Or do you think Doug went up there knowing that these guys were – were fired by, you know, essentially the owner stepped in and just kind of tried to keep the media at bay and kind of fumbled it. What do you think? Which
0: one? Uh, Okay, so I'll have to use what happened with Jim Schwartz as some sort of key piece of evidence here because Howie Roseman immediately shuffled off the question about Jim Schwartz to Doug Peterson, which would lead me to believe that, or lead me to believe, right, Mm-hmm. that Doug Peterson does have control and say over his staff. But then I don't know how Doug Peterson benefits himself or his staff or anybody, for that matter, benefits if he comes out knowingly saying that these guys are going to get fired, knowingly saying that they're not. Mm. He There was nothing that you could interpret, Harry, outside of they're coming back. Oh, no, they're coming back. He said that verbatim. Yeah. yeah. We read the Jimmy Kempsky tweet the other day. Yep. So no, I, know. I don't know I don't know how that plays out because on one hand and maybe it was just a matter of Howie pawning something off, but I will say this I do believe that there is some sort of weird hierarchy when it comes to personnel here. And it's just different than other teams. Normally It's a collaborative. They say it's a triumphant, <laughs> right? But I don't think it is. Because I, I think that there is, what would be the fourth? Because you have to have a fourth person. It's not a triumphant, right? Triumvirate's three. Correct. So yeah. you move from a triumvirate to what? What would be a four? Oligarchy's eight. So I, I don't know. Septology? Is that seven? I have no idea. All right. Or is that the study of the is Isn't collaborative,
3: seven? you know, just means more than one? Like we, That's we're, fine. We're just putting a couple different
0: voices in here. But they want you to believe that this is a... Knights of the Round Table triumvirate, meaning three knights, including King Arthur, of course, who's Jeffrey Lurie, sitting around a round table. Mm-hmm. And at that point, everything like back in the day with King Arthur, it's a myth and all, but I'm just saying that was the idea perpetrated here. In reality, it seems like it's just a bizarre structure where you have owner, below the owner, you have general manager. Below general manager, you have head coach, and then head coach is split below that into offensive-defensive coordinator. Except here, Jim Schwartz has seemed to jump up and supersede anybody else in that hierarchy outside of Jeffrey Lurie. When it comes to personnel, and here's what I'm saying. You mean he, he jumps Doug? I think he jumps Howie. I think we've seen evidence and I'll just give you one name, Corey Unlin. Corey okay. Unlin is still here, yet they fired the offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach. The same argument for firing those guys. A positional coach. Exactly. Is twofold, if not moreover. Harry, Corey had healthy guys to work with. The wide receivers coach was working with Greg Ward. Right, and actually got Greg Ward
3: and company to actually play you know, well enough to help them win four straight games to get into the playoffs. Jim Schwartz, look, you know me. So I, who's protecting Unland then? Is it a
0: Jeffrey Lurie Schwartz. thing or is it Schwartz? No, that's the thing is, Jeff, Schw- Jeff Schwartz, Jeffrey Lurie. And look, I'm just looking on this thing from the outside based on moves that have made and the optics of that terrible press conference from an optical standpoint. But look, man, Jim Schwartz was hired before Doug Peterson. Jim Schwartz was given control of the system that he runs mm-hmm. and the people that he wants autonomy. in that
3: system. That's that autonomy. He I'm goes
0: talking about. to Howie Roseman and says to Howie, "I want this cornerback. Right. I want this, that guy. Exactly, Detroit, right. this guy played for me in Detroit. This guy exactly.
3: played for me in Tennessee or whatever it was."
0: Meanwhile, Howie's picking out guys on offense. Mm-hmm. Howie's helping, if not the hand picker for guys on offense. Mac Hollins, the confusion of guys JJ starting. Versus... That's what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that even with Doug. There seems to be a guy above him, right? There's somebody between what happens when you do something personnel-wise. You have to clear it with Howie, and then that means— And defensively, you got to clear it with the Schwartz. Well, look, Jim Schwartz, I think, does what now, what DeMarco Murray did. Jim Schwartz is effectively, metaphorically, the last couple of years he's been here, sat on the plane. Oh, he's sitting in the empty seat next to the owner? Absolutely right. The guy was hired before the head coach, Harry. Yes. All right. He has full control over who he wants to bring in.
3: So then, is that what you're saying? Because we've heard that at least some in the Eagles would be okay if Jim Schwartz got this job in Cleveland.
0: Well, who you think that would be? Probably Doug. everybody in the offense. Doug. Howie Roseman, too. You think Howie likes being told who to draft on defense? Or the fact that he—remember the whole thing with Sendejo? Mm-hmm. Jim Schwartz reportedly not happy. Howie Roseman. Dude, I want that pick. Yeah. So they
3: they let him go to back to Minnesota,
0: right? And that was an and, and again, that was something in which there was resistance. There was reported resistance to that move. When Howie makes a move on offense, when the team makes a move on offense, you don't get a report about Doug Peterson was upset with Howie Roseman that Mac Hollins was cut, did you? No. That's what I'm saying. No. There seems to Nor be anybody to do. else. For no, that matter. Understand, but, and
3: that's the other thing. Like, if 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 the owner did step in here and and force Doug to to whack these guys, I'm not upset that these guys are gone. I just don't know that I like the idea that the owner can step in here like Jerry Jones and start making you know decisions on the football side with respects to you know, the head coach should
0: be have the responsibility for that. Tonight. All right. When we come back, I want you to answer a question for all me. Right. All right. What makes you think outside of the report that came out from Jeff McClain? And it doesn't mean that Jeff McClain's report absolved this man of anything, in fact. But I'm just curious. I want you to think about this question. We'll hit the text board 609-403-0973 at you at Shander Show. What makes you think or what makes you remove Howie Roseman from this equation and immediately go to Jeffrey Lurie? as the guy who stepped in and made this move as opposed to Doug Peterson. All right. Think about that because it's not being brought up at all. If not enough, like people, Oh, it's not, no, no, forget enough. It's not even being brought up at all. And I wonder why, when we just laid out some pretty significant and detailed evidence about how Howie Roseman is involved in the offense from personnel to staff, why he seems to be forgotten in the equation of, the offensive coordinator, wide receivers coach, out. Al. Right, we're live at Parks Casino, parkscasino.com, slash PA, promo code SWEEP. We'll hit the text board. Sound good? Absolutely. Anything else?
3: Josh is going to join us at 1.30. From jail. He's been located.
0: His one call. And a bunch of things happening from Joel Embiid's injury to the continued reaction. Of what happened with the Philadelphia Eagles and Josh, uh, we're trying to track him down as well.
3: Well, he's going to be calling in apparently from parts unknown at one thirty. All right, he didn't even want us to reach out to him at one thirty, so that tells you everything you need you need to know. Wow, you he's know what I mean? Calling he's in.
0: calling in. I'm telling you, man. this so this, thing, this ought to be good. This thing gets shadier and shadier by the second. Trying to figure this thing out.
3: Now I know we're going to go to the text board, but did you see the other situation that apparently has arisen out of the smoke from Sunday's game and the the Wentz concussion?
0: Uh, is that you referring to what just? Yes, uh, but up I heard that. Yeah, you know, I was reading here. this
3: a little bit of this this morning. That the d- concussion did not come from. Above, in other words, where the official said, Hey, that guy looks like he got hit in the head. We better check him out. It came from Carson yeah. and McCown, apparently. Like, he was talking to McCown. I told you they were on the sidelines, and Carson was yeah. like putting his fingers in front of his eyes, and he, you could tell he was messed up. And apparently, McCown really noticed, Like, Hey, somebody needs to take a look at this guy. So it came from the players, Carson not from the NFL, the talent, yeah. you know, the doctors that are, you know, or the, or the, you know, the independent people that are looking, looking out for these situations. Well, so now some are, 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 are jumping to the hot take morons that, that consider this to be Carson is injured all the time. You know, in light of he self-reported a concussion. My God, he is soft. It,
0: it, it, it's just oh my
2: goodness. it never ends oh my it if,
0: never ends no if anything it would be the main reason why you would apply replay to hits to the head mm-hmm. and determine whether or not that was so it's not just Jadavion clouding and this is why you have to sift through people that are just barking and yelling and screaming with their platforms like the
3: danny cannells of the exactly. world exactly right yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to
0: get phone calls right versus look You can use that technology to do two things at the same time. One, identify first and foremost if, in fact, the ball carrier got hit in the head. If they did, you might want to check that person for a concussion. Right. Oh, by the way, Clowney's helmet hit him, and then he drove him into the turf. You might want to check this guy out. They need to be able to review that. They have the ability, technology to do that. And then, on top of that, it's, okay, what do we do with Jadeveon Clowney? Intent, flag, etc you know in most cases for the retro after you review it you'd have to just throw the guy out for right. targeting has there been a fine levied? because i haven't heard of nope. yet so if it,
3: it's taken this long he might not get one i don't think right? you
0: will he's definitely not going to miss any time no he's, he's, not gonna be, he's not going
3: to be not going to be suspended at all we no. knew that but i'm saying like even if there was a fine you probably would have heard about that on
0: tuesday or wednesday right absolutely right and we haven't had anything outside of rumor and that doesn't do anything
3: anyway. for us uh, us anyway i was just curious to see if he would at least get levied some sort of sort of fine it's not like that softens the blow or makes the loss any more you know palatable to, you know to swallow so to speak but the fact that you know you can just sort of you know go and hit a quarterback like that and spear him and knock him out of the game and it doesn't even cost you any money that's right but they're yet but they're concerned about players health no you know that's what i
0: mean bs and you yeah. know that yeah magic sun it's selective tonight. Yeah, it is selective. It's selective. Very selective. Yeah. 609-403-0973. Speaking of which we'll be a little less selective when we hit the text board coming up. Oh yeah? We're gonna yeah. we're gonna take them all? Well, I would think so, right? Okay. Or do you wanna start applying any type of Censorship, here. Screening process? Yeah. No. I mean, Let's just do it. Normally, Josh is in her ear. Text board, text board. Oh, so, I know. I don't know if Hunter even has access to the text.
1: Maybe that's there. why
3: Hunter's... Or Hunter. Maybe that's why Josh is going to call in at 1.30. He would think it's like any normal show yeah. where we've gone 90 it's minutes and haven't read a text. That's a good point.
0: You know, that's... <laughs> you know? Honestly, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> it really makes sense. Get more to break. About it. Get to break. He's calling up at one thirty. It's like... When I don't know, did that reality crap show still have that somebody at the end. What they missed? Remember when oh, he was Tony Reale? Yeah, when it, remember yeah. when he was some some lackey for the other show. Well, it
3: was part in the uh, the interruption Pti, and he used to he used to sort of moderate that right, and he'd come in and say you made an error here and this you missed this. Yeah, that was reality. Oh my! God. But then then reality has been doing that other show. For years, the, the show that comes on before it, where they put the four guys in the in the boxes. Yeah, I,
0: I can't watch that. I won't watch that. No, no. I mean, it's has done a, a lot of damage to our business. I agree. And our industry, I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah. But look, you know, to each their own as far as what they're doing. I just remember that was his job was to kind of clear up everything. Mm-hmm. So that's why I guess I brought it up for that example. I don't even know. Yeah, it was PTI. Okay. Yeah, but. Second hour, we've got Josh at 1.30. Honestly, man, I think there's something going on here. You don't? I, I don't know. That's why
3: That's why we need to talk to him. But, I mean, you, you know, you raise a, a tremendous coincidence. Given the fact that this this huge bust occurs nearby. And Josh, oh, by the way, gets two straight days off. And nobody's really heard from him. Except he did come back to the studio last night from the gym. We
0: think it's the gym. Right, it might have been the bust. Right. Right? That's why the sweat is a little different. Exactly. Yeah. 609-403-0973 on the text board. We'll take more in the second hour, but just a little tease here, Harry. Just a humble brag. Back in August, you guys asked about teams that didn't make playoffs last year that look good to make it this year. I would messaged in that Green Bay looked good, giving the defensive additions player health, coaching change, etc. Mm-hmm. Here we are, now 13-3, and three, automatically into the second round. Go Pack, go.
3: Okay, well, as a Packers fan, but I actually think that the Packers are one of the biggest 13-3 frauds I've no, ever seen. No, don't that, say it. You're yes. going to
0: ruin me in the second hour?
3: <laughs> Back after this. Maze and Etan live at the Parks Sportsbook here in beautiful... Uh, Parks Casino, Ben Salem, and uh, don't forget about our risk-free bet. It's still available, parkscasino.com slash PA, and use our promo code SWEEP get up to a $500 risk-free bet. And uh, that app is just absolutely fantastic. And I I have yet to make any kind of plays on this weekend's NFL Action A-Time. I don't know. I guess you probably have some stuff in already because I could go either way with any kind of parlays or teasers, if you know playing with point spreads with these games, that's I'm I'm confused to the point of my head is scrambled.
0: All four unders hit last week, right? I
3: know, I know, and I, I was the victim of, of the first two on Saturday because I teased them down and went over, and that New England game just you know took a dump in the second half. It was yeah. nothing happening yeah. there. Well, I think and the that biggest one was hit. the
0: Saints that went under that nobody thought would hit
3: yeah and i I didn't i didn't play the
0: total on on that side
3: of it but i I tell you you know there's all kinds of different angles you can take with with every one of these games i mean minnesota put together zimmer and and his staff put together one of the most incredible defensive plans yep And game plans for New Orleans and Drew Brees and, and Sean Payton and you know Peyton Hillis and you know the the Superdome crowd and all that goes against you when you go play New Orleans on the road and just shut down the New Orleans Saints. Yep. Can they do it again? Now nope. again on a short week, no nope. traveling again, now going out of the west coast to take on a team. That's really making, you know, their first real playoff game with this, you know, Shanahan and and Garoppolo and, you know, all these guys that have had a tremendous year. It is such an advantage to have the week off and to be playing at home after a week off in these playoffs. And you go back through history and and just look at it. But, you know,
0: that defensive front from
3: Minnesota is really, really good. They are
0: good. They're really good. You're right that they're really well coached, that they're prepared. Yeah. San Francisco has enough veterans, and there's just something about relying consistently at this part of the season on Kirk Cousins. He got a monkey off his back last a, week, a though. little bit, a little you bit. Know? Yes, that was but, impressive. But it's still, we're, I'm still not at the point yet where I'm sold until I see it two times in a row, and you know, well, I mean, yeah, that's I, just no, I get there that because he has such a history. I get that. But another thing too is. We've seen San Francisco win in a couple of different fashions this year. Mm -hmm. We've seen San Fran put up a lot of points. Against New Orleans on the road. On the road. We've seen San Fran gut out low-scoring games where their defense has had to overcome. It's basically like I think Minnesota is going to be forced to be in a position early where they're either going to have to try and shut down the Mostert and Colvin slash run game pass game they have out of the backfield or they're going to hang back and take guys like Kittle and Samuel out of the game Mm -hmm. and hope that Garoppolo doesn't throw the ball at all and just run it. But either way, I think San Francisco can do either one of those things successfully to the point and win the game. You know, San Francisco's loss at Baltimore
3: might be as equally as impressive as their win against New Orleans Orleans on the road. You know what I mean? Because those were on back-to-back weeks where they went from Green Bay. They took Green Bay apart at home 37-8 to and then went on the road to Baltimore and New Orleans, lost a close one at the buzzer to Baltimore. Okay, twenty to seventeen, yep. and then they go and they get a high scoring game, exact opposite pace and everything, and you know beat New Orleans forty. What was it, forty eight, forty six? I believe those two weeks you really got a yep. taste of what San Francisco is. Yeah,
0: absolutely, That's a great yeah. point, man. And I think at this juncture of where they are in the postseason, with the week off it's hard-pressed for me to think that they don't eventually pull away. Mm -hmm. It may be close because that's how NFL playoff games are, and maybe there's some in-game value if Minnesota's up 7-3 after one or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. But I think San Francisco, especially because they have deep play capability, you can throw the ball deep middle or to the side of the field deep with two different guys and Kittle and Samuel. Samuel, now they've got and other man. guys too, and Sanders. Like you can throw around, don't get me wrong, but
3: and this Mostert,
0: guy, you can pick up big chunk plays. Mostert is really
3: effective in the red zone. Yep, I mean they they, they can hit you all different ways. He's going to run so many different formations that you know Minnesota probably haven't hasn't even seen on tape this year. Correct. Shanahan is very creative when it comes to that. So that's a really interesting game. Now, if, if you're you're looking at like a seven point teaser, you take San Francisco down to a pick. Well, you're I feeling pretty good at, about that, right? In a
0: six-point teaser, I took them down to one, correct? Okay. Yes, All right. and I do feel good about them. Now, but where do you pair that with? with? Which other game
3: do you really feel good with? Do you take one of the dogs, the nine and a half, ten point under? Some of these games are 10. I think Baltimore's 10 now. Right. You know, and I think Tennessee... <laughs> You start thinking about that matchup and their, their defense they and the can, way they can run the football, yep. you know, control clock, the way they did against New England. You know, uh, you were talking about the coaching situation where there's a lot of knowledge From the Tennessee side to... to, is the defensive coordinator. Right, right. to Lamar Jackson and what Baltimore likes to do. And you're starting to think like... And Greg
0: Roman, who ran that same stuff with Cap in San Fran, he was the D.C. in in Baltimore in the Super Bowl.
3: That's right, in 2012. Yeah, so all those kinds of things start to make you think like, hey, you know, Tennessee might be the live dog out of all these teams, you know, that could actually step up and maybe win
0: the game. It would be the biggest shock of the season, and it would be the biggest... It would be bigger than New England going out. It would be bigger than Drew Brees going out. It would be bigger than anything because Baltimore's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Because Lamar Jackson's yeah. unstoppable. You it's don't one, beat that team. It's and one of the greatest
3: it, stories of the NFL this year, really, is that's Lamar Jackson thing. Except
0: if a team beats him. Yeah. Well, then yeah. That story's
3: even bigger. But if it's Tennessee, and in this case it would be, what a bummer it would be if Tennessee goes to the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, seriously, from a fan, from an overall enjoyment thing, like Tennessee, I know they're a good, solid football team. Okay, yeah, they got some talent. Be, some yeah. of the receivers are really nice receivers. The Tannehill story is a nice story, right. You know, um, you know, Vrabel. You know, I don't, I don't dislike Vrabel. You know, I wish he'd grow the mustache back. I was really loving the mustache, and then he shaves it over to go to hoodie. Here's the thing.
0: I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl, but what I could see is... Them winning this game and losing to Kansas City. And then people talking about an easier path for Andy Reid getting to the Super Bowl. And (laughs) Oh, well, he needed Lamar Jackson to go out. Right, right, right. He blows
3: out the Texans, right, right, this week. Right. And
0: then gets... Oh, my God. Or got... narrowly beats the Texans and blows the Titans out. Blows the Titans. Either way. Right.
3: You're sitting there saying, yeah, but he, he
0: avoided Baltimore.
3: That SOB yep. read.
0: Yep. And then watch. You know, Seattle goes on some run, and then they're they down to, like, three healthy guys because uh-huh. of a war of attrition. And then they limp their way to Miami to take on Kansas City.
3: And win. Yep. it's be like the Eagles beating the Patriots exactly with all right. the injuries. Can and you everything imagine going that? Oh.
0: Here's the thing. I don't trust Danny Reed at all to win anything. I no, still I don't think, either. I still think that – and here's something I wanted to explore with you because you said something at the end of the hour as I read that text. and I Oh, think, Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, I think we see things completely different about the Packers. So I'm just curious – just lay it out. What makes them a? Th- and I'm not even questioning. I'm just curious. Well, I just, I just you think call them a 13 and three fraud, well, and, and one of the biggest 13 frauds.
3: and three. When you're 13 and three and you get a, you get a buy, you're you got to be a pretty dominant football team. I don't view them as being dominant. I view them as as a team that has a significant home field advantage. You know, with the weather and they play outside and they're really good there and all that kind of thing. The mystique of Lambeau and all that. Although, you know. Eli Manning went in there years ago and taking took care of him, and, and some others have done it too. But Thick. you know what I'm saying. Um, and I look at them as, okay, yeah, Rogers is capable of doing anything. Okay, he's one of those guys like Russell Wilson. This is why this is an interesting matchup is because both of the quarterbacks you never feel good about even when you're winning with a few minutes to go. You're like, dude, both of these guys pull. You know what? Out of you know what? Yep. They do it all the time. They're capable. You know, anything can be going against them, and all of a sudden they make one play, and the field position is shifted. And now you're sitting there saying, "Man, they got a minute and a half to go. They're on the twenty yard line, and all he needs is a field goal. That's it. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff because he made one play comes out of nowhere. They're both capable of it. And I, you know, I give Rogers all the respect in the world, but their defense, it, the first couple of weeks, we were trumpeting their defense because that's sort of the way the offense hadn't clicked yet with the new coach and offense with Aaron Rodgers, and we were saying, man, we're talking about Green Bay's defense. We never talk about Green
0: Bay's defense. Well, we're not anymore. Their defense isn't very good. Well, it's they give up points, but they still they create turnovers, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, where are they? And I don't have it in front of I me. I don't have it in front but of me But in either. turnover differential. Here's what I would say that I think is a reason why I could see the Packers making it to the Super Bowl and actually winning the Super Bowl. Outside of the defense itself, which has talent on it, especially in the secondary. The talent, I think, does have talent, secondary part of me. But they are are not at a point with New Orleans and the Patriots, for example, where you have legends at the quarterback position that just don't have the strength or abilities – That they did in their prime. Mm -hmm. Whereas Aaron Rodgers is still technically in prime Rodgers mode. Yeah. But he hasn't had to throw for 400 yards. He hasn't had to put a team on his back. Even with Devontae Adams out for Mm -hmm. a little bit. Aaron Jones, the other running back, they've been able to really rely on not only a running game, but throw to those guys a lot. It almost seems like... And didn't you get hurt against the Eagles in that game? Devontae Devontae? Adams. They did. yeah. 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 And look... He threw the pick in the end zone at the end of the game, but they were still able to move the football down the field. Mm-hmm. Harry, my point of it all is I think they found a good combination like of— the running back. Jones? Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Of looking at that strategy of New Orleans and New England, which is, all right, and New England to a lesser extent, but look at the Saints. The Saints have built training wheels— on training wheels for Drew Brees, who's so good that he doesn't need training wheels, but then Taysom Hill comes in, and you can see the difference of somebody who could throw the ball 60 yards down the field and somebody who can't. If it wasn't for Taysom Hill, then he got blown out last week. Because Brees Brees can't make that throw. He had nothing. And then he had the fumble. Yep. It was bad. Yeah. So Rodgers, my point in all this, Harry, is that Rodgers is being put in this mode of a system, if you will, where he's like Drew Brees now, but he still has the ability to make Rodgers throws because he's mm. not at that point of his Get out of the pocket and all yes. that kind of thing. You're never
3: going to see Brees do it. Do, no, do any of
0: that. And and you can ask Aaron Rodgers to throw the ball 40, 50 yards down the field. Yeah. You can't do Running that Running to with his Brees. left, <laughs> like you <laughs> right. did against Dallas a couple years ago, right? To right. a tight end. Take some pressure yeah. off him, run the football, throw it downfield a little bit. Look, C- Commandant Lessard. Mm-hmm. is not the best wide receiver in the NFL but there's something about that team. And here's another thing. Every year there's always a staple, right? Look at the look at the history of the Super Bowl winners and just the teams that are in the Super Bowl. How often do you get a Super Bowl where it's just a non-staple? Where it's just brand new teams that oh. are just new, not even necessarily brand new to the Super Bowl, like, you've never found them in the history of their franchise. Well, like Vikings-Titans, that kind yeah. of a matchup yeah, or something? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Like, go through the last couple ones. Even go back to that Dean Pease, that Kaepernick thing, where the Niners were routinely a playoff team. You had Ray Lewis mm-hmm. on the other side, that improbable run by the quarterback who came out of nowhere right. in Flacco. The point of it is that even with a guy like Ray Lewis and a staple like that, Baltimore, this was a team that had that with them. It was just on defense. They had that mystique, that lore, that history. Are you telling me that it's going to be the Chiefs and who? Who? The Chiefs and the Vikings? The Seahawks Chiefs? and the Packers are the only NFC teams that could provide that. Mm. And the Chiefs, I don't think can. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would think right now, as crazy as it sounds, and this is just an outside guess based off of nothing other than just looking at a gut. Seahawks, Packers, whoever wins this game wins the Super Bowl.
3: You think the winner of the Super Bowl is coming out of that game? Yep. Well, that's a big time. That, what kind of odds did you get on what plus money do you get on that? Well, I can give you the futures
0: on both of those teams. <laughs> give, me,
3: give me the futures.
0: And then we can kind of determine based off of that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, just from a, a sport drama standpoint, mm-hmm. from a staple, from a consistent face or name that the NFL is used to, you can't have San Fran Baltimore. It's brand new. It's too new for the NFL. Richard Sherman, We maybe? had San
3: Fran Baltimore years, eight years ago. But,
0: again, you had Baltimore that had already won one. Right and you had Ray Lewis, you had this aging star system. You had guys who were still associated with even that first Super Bowl team that they had with Ray Lewis. That's my point, is that there's an NFL staple. Maybe it's Richard Sherman. Well, if you're going to say that game, then you'd have to say, i got to see
3: Seattle go on the road and beat Minnesota, or not Minnesota, to beat San Francisco. In San Francisco. I could see that as a possibility, given the fact that those are division teams. They play tough games. 27-24, it seems like, all the time. They're very close. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked if Seattle won this week and then went to San Francisco and, and pulled another upset. It wouldn't shock me. right? See, yeah, no. Green Bay, if they're hosting Minnesota, I could easily see Green Bay winning that game.
0: I can as well. Okay, I now can Green as
3: well. Bay going to San Francisco. That'd be a great game. Could I see Green Bay getting that win?
0: Well, Green Bay would be hosting San Fran. Oh
3: no, no. San-, San Fran's I the number one Seattle. seed. No, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, see, that's where I that's where I come up empty with Green Bay. Seattle Baltimore is at plus nine fifty. Seattle Baltimore Super Bowl matchup. Yep. Wow. And what's what about the other one? What about Green Bay and somebody? Uh, give, me begin, the, give me the highest odds. Or the Green the, Bay Baltimore
0: is plus five fifty.
3: Five fifty, and that's one seed versus two seed.
0: Yeah, Green Bay Baltimore is is not crazy. Seattle Baltimore again plus nine fifty. Let's see the other Green Bay odds. You'll find Green Bay Kansas City plus eight hundred. So wow, that, that would be a rematch of Super Bowl one. Yes, because Super Bowl two was Green Bay and the Raiders. And the Raiders, yeah. So think about this: the Packers own the top of the four top odds. The Packers own three and four, hmm. meaning San Fran, Baltimore's plus two. Mean plus
3: money, the, the highest plus money. They're all plus, right? If right, you look but at I'm it. saying the, the highest. Correct. They own
0: three of the highest. Two, 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 two of, of the of the four. Okay. Baltimore, San Fran plus two fifty. KC, San Fran is plus four ten. Then it gets to Baltimore, Green Bay, plus five fifty. So you think, hey, the winner of this team game coming out, Green Bay? Well, doesn't that kind of tell you that they they, they see that they too. see
3: what I'm telling you too? Which is Green Bay can go on and win it. No, but I'm saying it's if it's the
0: if it's the biggest plus money. It's, no, it's, I'm sorry, I, I'm. I misunderstood what you meant by that. I thought you meant when you said plus odds. I thought you were going still in the hierarchy of top down, not in reverse. Oh, okay. The most odds that you'll get on this is plus eight thousand. That's Texans Vikings. Oh, that's that's death. Yeah. Well, Texans the Texans and Vikings. Oh, to be the worst. That's worse than Tennessee. And What's somebody. worse? Ten, okay, so Titans Vikings is plus eight thousand five hundred. Oh. Either one of those. Titans-Packers? Either one of those it? I'm not watching. Titans-Packers? Did you watch, Would you watch that? Titans-Packers? Yeah, I'd watch it
3: for the—yeah, I would. Would you watch Houston? Just to, just to see Bay. if Aaron Rodgers can get number two,
0: because that would really you know okay. be a big feather in his cap. What about the Titans and Niners? That's plus 2,300. Oh. That has a propensity that to is, be a major failure right there. That is brutal. That's, that is 10-7 written all over oh. it right there. Henry running for 200 yards and no uh, score. And you
3: got all those people from, te- from Tennessee and northern Alabama and
0: whatnot coming down to Miami. Well, the uh, people in northern Alabama don't travel, but, yeah, you're they right. They don't? No. I don't, don't listen to Nick Haley. What, he, they,
3: they only go to Alabama-Auburn games? They, yeah,
0: they don't even travel to Nashville. Oh, exactly, okay. yeah. <laughs> they stick down there in that old spot. That's fine. <laughs> they might go to Tuscaloosa. Ravens-Vikings is plus 1,000. Ravens-Vikings. I don't want any part of the Vikings no, in the Super Bowl, no. right? No. 609-403-0973. Why do shows like PTI hurt your industry, Jamie? Because they've opened up points for arguments. Yep. Well, Everything it's, And it's
3: contrived. Everything's contrived. It's amazing. And everybody's got to have a, you know, a, a hot take squeezed into a, like a 30-second time frame. Right. And a bell rings. And then,
0: you know, it's just... I, yeah, it's nonsense. Was listening to first take the other day. There you go. Well, now that's worse than you know, PTR, and that's the last of that text that we'll read. Yeah. So you made our point by Rick and EHT fans that call went soft are the same people that are doing shots of Jaeger out of a bowling ball in the parking lot at eight a.m. Not too worried about their takes. True, you've done that before. What? Shots of Jaeger out of i I've done ball. shots of Jaeger, but not out of a bowling ball. Well, I
3: did it out of a, like an ice luge. It was like yeah, this really the, long absolutely. ice luge. It was at the Army-Navy game prior to the Army-Navy game years ago. First, The only time I ever went. It was Jager an awesome bombs time. out of that. Yeah, it was really good.
0: It's just so aggravating. There's no consistency at all from the officials when it comes to any kind of illegal hits on the quarterback. I remember a couple of years ago, Clay Matthews getting hit with fines and penalties for quarterback hits that were not even close to what Clowney hit was on Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. I thought helmet-to-helmet helmet on a quarterback, regardless if he's a runner, was a penalty. Am I wrong, Jason and Kate May? No, you're not well, wrong. Well, I
3: remember Trent Cole rushing Peyton Manning in a game at the link years ago, and he his hand came around the back of Peyton Manning's helmet and grazed yeah. the helmet, and they threw the flag. Yep. I'm telling you, it was atrocious I remember
0: that okay. too I remember <laughs> over and over again yeah. the, the replay yep. and yep I 15 yards that. the whole yep. the whole schmear yeah, it was <laughs> awful Nick from Brigantine Poe Josh he just does a oh, producer Josh he meant name one producer you guys have had that's better than him name one yeah go ahead name one Tim Hunt, McManus Hunter well Tim McManus that doesn't count what do you mean it doesn't count Tim it was Manus. one of my first producers isn't a producer though well, he was he was miscast. What? Can you imagine? <laughs> Weren't we all? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Touche. See, to all the people out there who Joe say, I never say. Joe Eunice. Eunice is pretty good.
1: Yeah. I love
0: the Niners. You just like going to be able to go to Eunice and be able to talk betting with Eunice. <laughs> that and was be able to derail the show. Well, I don't that even was know back when talking with.
3: betting was like, right. you know, like, well, we can't do that. I used to get yelled at. Which is three, why you kept doing it. Three times a week
0: for that yeah. stuff. You, you kept I mean, doing that. Stop with the gambling. Nobody knows who Joe yeah. Eunice is. That's why you said Eunice Nobody cares get... who he likes. No. Yeah, I'm like. Who was your producer when you were doing the show with Schwartzman?
3: Uh, was it Nick? Burn? No. I don't think Tom was ever a producer for me. Um, Nick Kale? It, it might have been Nick.
0: Right is not that, yeah that's it, what didn't he well, that record was me e? I yeah know, that was me he record you yeah. do that yeah he
3: did yeah! <laughs> wow, that was back when you did the Schwartz Seven on Wednesdays, and I'd get yelled at for that every What's day. What's the
0: Schwartz Seven things yeah. that you would go through with Dan? Chloesman? Yeah, because oh we couldn't God. do
3: ten because Dan's too lazy. That was part of the the. the um... I would be out by <laughs> it was, three. It was so great. I couldn't believe. Like you got. Uh, that's where we got the rappers rap, hip oh hop is hip God. hop. That's where that came from. Yeah.
0: Jeez, Tom from the Villas. After all the trash talk about trading Simmons after last night, how long will it take for people to start saying this team is so much better without him? Oh, I
3: know. That's coming. No. Another win. We
0: said that at the start. I tell you what, go into, Hunter, if you can, we'll shut up, and if you can play this Brett Brown clip into the break because I think for people out there, it's not about better or worse. It would be the same scenario if Simmons were out and Embiid were in where you do have a star you can rely on mm. the team just looks differently so here's brett oh, i'm sorry well don't forget there's a trade rumor out there too
3: about ben simmons did well not the that? warriors one, right? oh, oh
0: yes i shot that down <laughs> you did yeah sources told me to shoot that down okay sources from beyond the grave okay told me to shoot that down all right here's brett brown on the mb injury i look at this as as an opportunity and nobody's crying this is not a a, a woe-is-me moment, not for me at all, and not for my players. And we will take what we have and what we have I love. Back after this.
1: All right,
0: we have a major breakthrough in the story here. And I'm just going to read you a text because... If you're new to the show right now, or this week, or this month, or just in general. Is this when we play, you don't get the show? No? No. No. Oh, okay. I just, this is on the text board, 609-403-0973. We're about to go out to the Lighthouse Insurance guest line as well. Mm -hmm. So, to our next guest who's listening and about to respond, not you, I'll just let our next guest respond to this. I just tuned in, says the texter. What happened? Is Josh in jail? Uh-huh. Now, we need clarification. Where is this phone call being originated out of?
1: This phone call is being originated from my house.
0: Now, are, is, is your house... Listen to his voice, yes. number one. Now, is <laughs> is this the house you live in, or is this your house for the next six to eight? Is this the safe
1: house? This is the house I live in. This is okay. the house I pay a mortgage for. Okay. Th- this is the house now, I live in.
0: We're, I need. To, we need to cover all bases here because somebody tagged you in a story, irresponsibly, of course, but it might have been Mike on Twitter, tagged you in a story that broke from the Newark Star-Ledger, that there was this major coke bust, and we thought to ourselves, whoa, in, whoa, South whoa, whoa. in South yeah, Jersey. In South Jersey. Whoa, 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 whoa. Josh never ever takes off. He's work he was even at the station we found out last night. So people were putting two and two together, assuming, of course, irresponsible. That's journalism today it is, though. It is. Irresponsible yeah. assumptions by people in that building that you work in, Josh, that you were involved and that you were involved in the bust, and therefore that's why you were out yesterday and today.
1: Well, that'd be a bad assumption because if you actually look at the story, it's Ocean and Monmouth counties, two counties I don't have any connections with, whether it's personally or professionally. Well,
3: connections that we know of. Right. You might have buy connections. I mean, yeah. Like, maybe that's where you get your stuff. I mean, this is a double life we're talking about here.
1: I, I wish I had a double life. It'd be more interesting. <laughs>
3: Why is his voice—he sounds like he was up after coming in and making sure that Hunter was good to go with the Zeta machine, that he went and and, and inhaled a bottle of
1: brown. Uh, I did not inhale a bottle of brown. I cannot say I did that.
3: You can neither confirm nor deny.
0: That sounds like Doug Peterson not confirming (laughs) whether or not Jim Schwartz is going to be back. It, It sounds like Josh might have had a little brown but not inhaled it. Yeah. It might be a game of semantics right now. A couple with Josh. of bottles of red.
1: Okay. All, all I want to know is what can Brown do for you? Okay. <laughs> this is amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were stuck on how his voice. It's the third time you brought up how his voice well, sounds. Well, listen to it. I mean, it doesn't sound like it normally when he's, he's off. He's been off for two days. You want to hear me when I'm off for two days? You probably can't. I You're never it. off two days. I took off two days during uh, when we were off last week for New Year's.
3: Oh, okay. I was
0: off Wednesday, New Year's Day. Well, we were
3: mandated to take
0: those days. Right, and then the day after New Year's, I was off (laughs) until that night. Right. And this is a good point here to bring up with Josh because he's like me. What do you do? Like, it's if you're anywhere where I was, mentally I'm talking about, you either have to be on booze or drugs or something to kind of remove yourself from this feeling that, You should be doing something, right? Like, I couldn't sit still. I was a dog when my fiancé came home the first day. It was, all right, let's go out. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's go. You ready? Let's go. Like, you got to chill out. Yeah. I'm not used to that.
1: So so you really want to know what I've been doing the last 36 hours? Everybody wants to know. Well, I've slept in both of the last two days. I had... Multiple doctor appointments I went to yesterday. I went for a walk around Bertrove Park. For anybody who lives in the HD knows where that is. I uh, went to the gym. And as you forementioned, uh, Hunter needed my help. And I realized that being on the phone and explaining it was not getting the job done. So I decided to just swing on in and help. And uh, then today I slept in again. And I am taking my dad as a late Christmas present to the movies this afternoon. Which movies? Uh, which movie? Star Wars. Oh, okay. okay.
0: Are you reluctantly going to see Star Wars?
1: I wouldn't say reluctantly. No, it's just I couldn't get around to it over the holidays because remember I still was not feeling well. Well,
3: and and Gil was taking all the days off, so you couldn't take a day.
0: Yeah, I I thought you were yeah. off Star Wars though. I thought you were out.
1: Um, I wouldn't say I'm out. It's just it's one of those it's one of those things where like you've seen all the other movies and you're kind of like all right let's. Uh, Let's see where we're going with this. Make my own opinion about this instead of trusting other people's opinions.
3: Mm. All right. Now, if if there was one game that you had to make a wager on in the NFL playoffs this weekend out of these four games, which is the game that jumps out at you and which side? Is it a total? Is it the side? Where, 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 Where would you go?
1: Well, in anticipation of this question, I realized I should probably actually look at the odds before I came on with you guys. You
0: haven't looked at anything in two days, right?
1: I'm looking at the odds at this second. So I'm literally mm-hmm. going to give you a in-the-moment reaction to this question. Okay. This Ravens-Sitans game is currently, let's see here, 47 at Caesars. Hmm. Oh, the total. It's 46.5 on the total at DraftKings. I'm going to say my initial reaction would be the under on that game. I don't see how anybody's going to score a lot of points in this game because, one, Dean Pease, who's the Titans coordinator, used to be the coordinator for the Ravens, and he was also the coordinator when the Ravens beat Colin Kaepernick in the Super Bowl with the 49ers. See, he's so. been listening
3: to the show. Maybe.
2: Maybe.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to assume that that's going to be a low-scoring game, maybe like a you know, 23-17 kind of game. So,
0: But close. And that covers That cover
1: yeah. 23-17. I mean, I'm only... not thrilled with the spread, but I feel more comfortable with the under.
3: Okay, so he's, he's he's on the total there. That's one that jumps out at him. All right, what about a college? Or, oh, we, we can do the college game. You're back Monday, right, for the championship game?
1: Well, I already gave you my pick for the college game. Oh, that, yeah, That's the, part of his picks. That's it is, right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So this needs to hit in order for you to finish 3-2. and two.
1: Right, which is which is the funny thing we haven't brought up yet. Neither, None of us have brought this up. I'm supposed to have a six-pack of picks, but I only gave you five.
3: Right. Yeah, because you didn't want to give a, the North Dakota State James Madison for some reason. Correct.
0: I took, we both took North Dakota State. I'm on the bison.
1: Yeah. Money uh, line,
0: the bison.
1: Yeah, I think a bison burger.
3: Well, yeah, you can get that at the, the public Carson house. Burger. The
0: public house in Wycombe. We run ads for that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, the bison <laughs> burger.
0: It's actually called the Wentz burger, right?
3: like on. that. Yes, it's
0: bison meat. Get it together, guys!
1: Right. What the hell's going on yeah.
3: here? Can you hear us?
1: Yeah. Mm.
3: Both times I said that Josh had to this. This two days off was mandated. It it got under Gil's skin so much that he had to come on the show. Gil came on the air. You know that? Yeah.
0: He came on the air before he went to lunch. He had some sort of chicken salad or I don't know. Something was waiting for him to be picked up. And on his way out. He actually got mad at us because we kept saying, Harry's right, that you had mandated time off. But it seemed like from our conversations with you and people in HR that it was mandated.
1: Well, here's the deal. So when I initially got sick, Mike sat me down and said, we need to find you time off. So we had to figure out around everyone's schedules. You Meaning
3: Gill's time because he's got three weeks out of four off in December. But
0: but you understand what's going on? Well, like? This also, is a Hunter, Jenga. You know,
1: Hunter's got to fill in for me. There's not yeah, like that's ton, what I'm it's saying. not like there's like a, a there's a no line immediate of people who know no. what I do. There's no quick solution.
0: This is a Jenga game where right. it's been built up. Where if Josh calls out sick, six hours the whole before thing the comes day. tumbling exactly down. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Now what kind
3: of structure is that?
1: I I only know what I know. By the way, man, did you guys talk about this Josh McCown with a torn hamstring today?
0: No, we we were looking at the Embiid thing, and then the McCown stuff came out. I, I don't know. I well, mean, I
1: knew he was gimping
3: around. We yeah, noticed something. Yeah, was, was we know wrong, that he tore his hamstring. He's off forty the bone. years old, man. You tear right. you tear your hamstrings when you're forty years old. Off the
0: bone. No more meat left I mean, on that bone.
3: That's
1: right. I've had that done. I don't know about you guys. It makes me want to have more have seen Greg Ward in the fourth quarter of that game.
0: Hmm. Well, I, that's what I'm saying is I don't think they were at that point because technically McCown – like, here's what I would say. What happens if McCown throws that ball to Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders catches it, they score, they and get they win two the points, game. they win that game? Then what? That goes down like as one of the most – quarterback.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, Greg Ward might start though. Yeah, because Carson might still be in the concussion Correct. protocol, and McCown has you know muscle off, or off the He's bone; got he can't on the play bone anymore. Yeah. yeah, wow.
0: Yeah, you know, you, we
1: got you got Indiana, own Nate Sudfeld still on the
3: roster.
0: Well, that's true. You'd have to activate old Nate Suds. When's the last time Suds has
1: even been up? Uh, preseason, was the Washington game last year. He's
0: the last. Well, that's time. last
1: year, but he played in preseason. He a lot. did play yeah. In preseason. Yeah, well, I don't count preseason. You don't.
0: Did you eat oh, any Jesus. pizza when you were out? Pizza. Yeah, you ever? You ever? Isn't that like a cheat day thing? Pizza. Uh,
1: dude, I'm
3: lactose intolerant. Yeah, what are you? What's wrong with you? I you
0: don't, don't know, know about this issue? No, Jesus.
3: All right, Josh, go back to bed. Are you in bed? <laughs> All right. Eating banana. He's got to rest up for his movie. It's a long movie. I what, tomorrow. three
1: hours. How long is that thing? Two and a half hours. I'll be right. on the air tomorrow, 12 to 2, by the way.
3: Oh, noon to 2. You'll be on
0: the air,
1: too, it, He's I
3: leading into to my show with Bruno. Is that at right? screwball. Is that two right? To four.
0: 97. Three, 2 yeah. to 4? 60-some degrees out, and i got to do a show. I'll be playing golf the, tomorrow. At total that time. joke. I'll be walking 18.
1: Wow. Good Is it supposed you. to be raining tomorrow? No.
0: Nope. No rain. Sunday. You ever uh, tried eugenics?
3: No. All right. got to say goodbye to Josh. All right. Goodbye, Josh. Goodbye. There he is. Josh Hennig on the Lighthouse Insurance guest line. How about that?
0: That was something else. <laughs> it was a little awkward at times. At times? Yeah, a little bit. That was fun, though. That was a good call to get Josh and Now he explained everything. Here's the big question. Do you believe him?
3: Yes, I do. Do you
0: believe that Josh was not calling from interview room three?
3: No, I, I believe him. Okay. Yeah, I believe
0: him. Nothing to do with it?
3: Nothing to do with it.
0: Back after this.
3: SPN Mobile Lab. All right, Mays and Aton live at Parks Casino. Uh, one last segment leading into the sports bash on a big football Friday that doesn't involve the Eagles. No. And I tell you, I feel a. I feel, uh, an emptiness, a
0: hollowness to me for this football weekend. Is that right? Yes, I do. Why, but, I, I mean, there's a lot to bet on. There's well, there a is. lot to watch. You've got games on a Saturday. I, I don't know why you would feel any emptiness just because the Eagles aren't in there. Yeah, don't, I just don't feel it. I, don't I, be I, a sports
3: isolationist. No, I just I just wanted them to, to at least advance another week to get Carson a playoff W, uh, you know, and then I figured, you know, they're going to be going on the road, you know, to uh, you know, wherever, well, San Francisco, wherever, or to Green Bay, whatever, and they probably lose.
0: What about your example, though, that you laid out before the break, which is even if, and to Josh McCown's story, even if they won that football game, somehow found a way in overtime to win that football game, we have zero assurances Carson Wentz would right. be able to oh, play. Oh, yeah, I get it, but, you know, hey. I, I'm, I wasn't even anticipating him getting hurt
3: at all. I was going into the game wanting to be like, hey, he's going to find Correct. a way to get this win. But now, now that a... he's
0: hurt, Harry, now that he's hurt. Yeah. Don't I, you I, understand?
3: I'm still a little hollow. I don't, I, I don't know what to say. But I got a great story here. Not Sleepy Hollow. No. Have I've you ever the... been
0: to Sleepy Hollow? It's actually really nice. Like I, I want to play upper... that
3: golf course is what I want to do. Well, I was going
0: to say, it's a very nice area, a yeah. fluent area.
1: Oh, yeah. Up there
0: on the other side of the Tappan Zee in New
3: York. Mm-hmm. Okay, now i got a great story to take us into the weekend. Um, you remember the show Three's Company? It might have been before your time. Oh, no, you, Jack probably, Ritter? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Suzanne Somers, one of the stars, very sexy in the 70s. Actually,
0: isn't it one of the biggest kind of like running jokes where it's Three's Company, but nobody remembers the third one? Everybody remembers Jack. Oh, I do. Rest the, in the, peace, the brunette with the short hair. Yeah, well, I, well, I don't know her name. That's my point. But I remember her, can, her look. Suzanne Summers never left. Well, she's Susan's, been doing thigh right. stuff, that, and that's why. You know, John Ritter. Keep right, remembering her. He passed away. He's Passed away. Yeah. yeah. But Jack on the show, like, he was iconic. And Jack even, Tripper, I think, Jack was Tripper, not, not, Right, yeah. not Ritter. Pardon me, Ritter's his real name. But that's my point of it is that he, even he came out with a sitcom before he died mm-hmm. where I think it was eight rules of dating my daughter or teenage daughter or something like that.
3: Oh, I don't know. But he was in uh, Sling Blade, too. He was in a couple movies. Correct. He had a good part in Sling Blade. But that's my point is that she's the fifth Beatle. mm mm-hmm. She's the one that you never heard of. Yeah, I forget her name, but I, I, I liked her look. But anyway, I was a big fan of the show as a young kid. Um, Suzanne Summers is 73. All right? She just turned 73. And she revealed on Monday to the Daily Mail that she and her husband take weekly shots to rev up their libido. What's her, her husband. Her husband. Is eighty three years old. Okay, they've been married forever. Okay, the shot is known as the PT one forty one. Not Pete Thompson. No. Okay. It's, Although it's, that
0: is his nickname, PT the PT one forty one. Maybe that. that's where they got it. I'm then. telling you, that's what he's known for. I'm is Pete the Pete Thompson? No. PT one forty one. The one forty one.
3: All right, PT one forty one, which allegedly stimulates sexual arousal which allows Suzanne and her husband to have sex twice a day for how long though hey, I don't
2: it's know Pete Thompson for does a it, week yeah i know. mean
0: twice they, they keep getting the shots every week i know but my point of it is is that do you get monday through wednesday and then you need 3 days to recuperate so you go back no every day you sure about that
3: they, they have sex every day twice a day Are according you, to this i don't know Suzanne Summers. I need to read that article. She uh, just celebrated her 73rd birthday with a bold, naked selfie. Now, I've got to get my hands on this. Uh, she says there's no signs of slowing her down. Uh, she says Could she I has had sex twice a day with her husband, Alan Hamill, who's 83. Not thanks, Mark Hamill. Thanks to weekly shots right. of Pete Thompson 141, which is a peptide that supposedly stimulates arousal. It helps with low libido and sex drive. She says that, you know, men, you know, have had Viagra, but this is actually a shot for both men and women. That's not a drug. It just stimulates the part of your brain that says, hey,
0: I'm in the mood. Here's the naked selfie. She's naked while taking the picture, but you can't see her naked. But There's... she looks good. Well, she looks fine. Seventy three. She looks fine. I yeah. would. Of course you would. She's 73. Yeah. Isn't that in your demo? She's fantastic. Oh, okay. It's just how she looks. Women's Health Mag has a couple of pics of her up there. They
3: do? Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. 73 well, well, Here's a picture of her and her husband. Now look at her there. I mean, that guy yeah. doesn't look 83. He does. He looks good, right? Maybe it's the shot that has. Maybe the shot is sort of like a TB12. I think the pt 1141 is better than TB12.
0: Well, I don't know. Is Tom Brady needing this every week? If Brady needs that for Giselle, then maybe there is something wrong with that. That's guys. what
3: I'm saying. Yeah. P.T., he needs to get some of the Pete Thompson 141. I think so.
0: This is Pete Thompson 141. We could get an endorsement. I think so. The P.T. 141. Oh, Although maybe not. Well, I, I don't know. That's up to Pete. right? That's However Pete wants to handle that endorsement, that's up yeah, to him. Right. But we could at least bring the horse to water. We can't make him drink. No, we can't. By no means. This is PT141.
3: Now how would that go? I don't know. We'd have to write up some copy and then we 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 try
0: to get Pete to read
3: it. And, and he actually it's would Pete read. Thompson. He would read. He, it. Would, read he it. would read it. And like, we would
0: f- have to find a way to get some sort of testimonial from Suzanne Summers
3: mm-hmm. or a Suzanne Summers like in the Somebody who could do the voice. Yes.
0: And I swear by the Pete Thompson 141. I get a shot in my rear of the Pete Thompson 141 every week, and next thing you know, da, 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 whatever it might be, that might work. Yeah, that might work. So there
3: you go. I'm going to put this story up on uh, on our Twitter at Harry Mays Tu at Shander Show. Yeah, tag me so I can I do this
0: story tonight on my national show. Uh, yeah, good.
3: Yeah, we we love
0: repurposing stuff on on your various other Absolutely. platforms. Absolutely. Well, now I can take a nap this afternoon. It's one less thing I, I need to do right now to pick up anything. Right. All right? Okay, good. Now, I'm reading this tweet here from... Text board? No, tweet. Oh. My buddy Craig Cummings, who is a big operations manager for gambling and bookies.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, it has to do with over-unders. Sorry. If you're a fan... At Craig R. Cummings. If you're a fan of scoring in the over, you would have hated the stretch of Super Bowls. Oh, I'm sorry. It's an, it's an early one. I thought this was something more recent i apologize that was that was oh terrible what a way to end the show that was terrible.
3: we go from pete thompson 141 and a 73 year old banging an 83 year old twice a day
0: and you finish with that yeah i'm out jesus i'm out good <laughs> lord I'm trying to find anything else to read here <laughs> a pecorine scored oh great hunter what were the odds on that Pekka Rene with the, the Preds. Yeah, he scored. What were the odds I on that? I did not check, but that was a beautiful goal. Are there odds? Like, there have to be nightly prop odds, right, on will a goalie
1: score? I don't think so. It's too ridiculous to think it'll happen. Yeah.
0: How? What's the equivalent in football of that happening?
1: I
2: don't know. A kicker
3: throwing a pass? Maybe the long snapper picking up a fumble and running fumble
2: it in. Fumble ruski. Yeah. What's happening next? Do we know? Sports Bash.